Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 194, where we're building our dream home and how it happened. So I'm sharing the personal story of how my husband and I decided to build our dream home. I'm not going to tell you where just yet and how it actually came to be. This is a story that's completely surprising to my husband and myself. It will probably be surprising to all of our listeners here as well. But we are super excited about it. And we're excited about sharing all of this and taking you along for the ride. So we're going to go a little bit into some details around how we actually made the decision to make this happen, how we chose the location, how we combined our intellect with our heart and what we felt was calling us in order to make the decision. And it's a really great episode for anyone who is looking to make a decision or take a step in a certain direction. Maybe you want to purchase a home. Maybe you want to start a business. Maybe there's another decision that's on your heart. Regardless, this is a really exciting episode for me, and I hope it is for you too, because it also shows me that anything is possible. I'm 35 years old. I've never owned anything in terms of property, so it's a big step for us, and we're really thrilled that it's happening, and we appreciate all of your support and love throughout this whole process. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive in. This episode was sponsored by the I Heart My Life Mastermind. The I Heart My Life Mastermind is perfect for you if you already have a business and you're looking to scale. We cover tons of different topics. We cover marketing strategy, revenue planning, team processes, everything you need in terms of mindset, high performance, really taking care of yourself as well as your business, events, publicity. We literally have seven coaches under one umbrella to support you and give you the answers to all of your burning questions. We host regular weekly workshops where you get your personal questions answered. We have retreats. You have a private Slack channel where you get to ask questions 24-7. You have an extensive resource bank that helps you put in place our cash method in your own business and much, much more. This is one of the most inventive programs around. I don't know anyone else offering the service that we provide. So if you are interested in growing your business and transforming your life, definitely book a call with us to learn more. Go to iHeartMyLifeBooking.com and learn more about the I Heart My Life Mastermind. All right, James, are you ready to do this? Ready to share all? Let's do it. Okay, awesome. So I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a backstory first so you can understand why we came to make this decision and why it was so important. So I personally have been moving around since the age of 18. I realized I've lived in about 13 different places in the last 17 years or so, which is quite a lot of different houses and apartments and flats. I've obviously lived in Ohio. Then I moved to England and James and I lived together and we always rented in London. And I don't think we ever really thought... Uh, it was a big deal in in terms of um, buying a house in London because you and I weren't even certain that we wanted to live in London forever. So it was never like, oh my goodness, we have to get a house. I know that you and I saw a lot of our friends really desperate to get a house. They would move into their parents' house to try and save money. And obviously things are a bit pricier in London. So there was a bit of a struggle there. But we were never we never really had this big goal of buying in London, correct? Yeah, I think that we, I think deep down inside, we knew that, you know, we had big dreams and that America was always on the table as a potential. And I think truthfully, get, even thinking about buying when we were in England would have limited 
some options that we weren't that we were undecided on at that point. So I think it was I think we were pretty happy renting at the time. Exactly. And then we made the decision that we were going to be moving to LA and we moved um, in uh, the end of August, 2019. And you and I, or at least I thought maybe we'd end up in the Hollywood Hills. Then, you know, you quickly said you didn't want to buy a house in LA and I started to agree with you. So we started looking elsewhere and found ourselves sort of migrating to the Santa Barbara area uh, on weekends and, you know, throughout those months and started to realize that maybe Santa Barbara and Montecito, maybe those were the the locations for us and that that's where we'd actually buy a house. Yeah. And I think that, I think just to help tell the story, I think a lot of that was the vibe, right? It was feeling like sometimes work and, and our big mission, you know, um, can be quite intense in a wonderful way and that we wanted the polarity of being in an environment that was a lot more calm and, and restorative and, and near nature. And we definitely found that up in, up in Santa Barbara. Totally. And it doesn't help that we were in LA uh, during COVID and, you know, everything got shut down. So we didn't even get to really experience it. And then there were a lot of things that happened um, with the riots and, and just living in a city in very close quarters just started to feel like it wasn't necessarily what we wanted. And we had been living in the city in London for so long that, like you said, having that calm, having that peace and having more space was something we both really craved. That's right. And so one of the things that I always love to do is to step into the vision of what I want to create before I even get there. And so when we moved to LA, we did actually connect with a real estate agent who helped us find our first apartment. And then we started to chat with her about potentially purchasing a home in LA and what that would look like. And so we did actually view certain properties. Sometimes it was just for fun, but I was in the background kind of looking at the housing market. And then when we decided we wanted to move to Santa Barbara, we really made that decision on the fly. And it wasn't necessarily like the timing we expected to move, but we knew that we wanted to be up there. And we knew that we wanted to be closer to the location where we were going to purchase because we wanted to start to get to know the area. We wanted to view houses. And again, we had also found a real estate agent up in Santa Barbara. And so we wanted to continue with that connection. And you're going to notice a pattern as we go through this story. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And one of the cool things that happened when we went to Santa Barbara is there was one weekend where I had told you I just wanted to drive by a certain house that I saw on the market. And I wanted to know, or I wanted to, to just drive by and I hadn't booked any sort of viewing or anything. But you you and I were just driving by and all of a sudden this woman came out of the house and she sort of waved us down. And lo and behold, it was a woman named Linda and she thought that we were her clients about to show up for this, this viewing. And so we chatted with her for a second and she said, well, you know, I know you're not my clients, but if you want to come back in an hour or so, I can show you this house. So that really kicked off this amazing relationship with this real estate agent in Santa Barbara. And so we maintained a relationship with her. We were actively looking at properties in Santa Barbara. As a lot of people know, though, especially with COVID, housing prices went up. And in in Santa Barbara in particular, housing prices went up by 17% in the last year or so. And so we started to see, and and we chatted with Linda about this, we started to see the cost of everything going up. And I'm not exaggerating in the fact that we started to see million dollar properties that were 
two bedrooms, three bedrooms, really old, really outdated, didn't have a lot of space, didn't have a yard. And you and I sort of got to talking and realized that in order to purchase something, we'd probably be spending around two and a half million to get something that would work for us because we both work from home. We want the space and we wanted a certain level of home. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so what we did is we started to, you know, look and and we kept in contact with Linda. And I remember one moment in particular, we were over in Colorado and I was chatting with Linda and I was texting her and I was, you know, sending her certain pictures that I liked. And I just started thinking about it and questioning whether this was actually going to happen for us. And part of me was hesitant to record this episode because I know that one of the things that I stand for is that anything is possible. But what I started to realize was if you and I wanted to buy a home for $2.5 million, that of course is possible. But what would that mean for other things that we wanted to invest in? What would that mean for the company? You know, And how long would it actually take us to get a deposit of that sort of level? And I'm not going to go into, you know, necessarily all of the the backstory around credit scores and all of that, but that was a consideration for us because you were new to the US. I had only I'd been out of the US for a long time. And so there were some like logistical things that we had to also think about in terms of that decision. There was. And then we'll just to paint a clearer picture from my perspective is that, you know, if I think we stopped and we looked at our life. And all the things in our life that were really important to us being happy and living a life better than our dreams and living on brand and, you know, specificities around location. When we really thought about it, was it all about Santa Barbara or California? It was about certain elements within those environments that we were happy with. But there are lots of other things in our life that were very important. The mission of the company was very important. The investment in that company that's really important and the investment in ourselves and our future and and all of those things. And so when we start to look at it more holistically in all those different areas, we realized that it, we'd be compromising one area by you know, making it a, a, a bigger ladder to climb in the short term to try and make Santa Barbara work, when all these other parts of our life were actually very important to, to live on brand and heart, and heart our lives, right? And all the aspects of our lives, not just the house, um, and it got us looking a lot at our lives very, very holistically and making sure that our mission in the company and our lives were always, were always going to get the fuel and the intention and the um, presence that they needed to, to grow and to be, um, you know, to be the life that we, we want to live now rather than, you know, wait yeah, I'd love for you to share a little bit more about that. So what were some of the things on your list that were essentials in terms of what you were looking for for lifestyle? So when I think about our life and obviously, you know, building this business and, and the the constant growth and investment in that business, we don't want to compromise that too much because there are things we want to do. And, you know, so there's, there's a certain amount of investment required in the business important to both of us um, individually and as a company. And then outside of that, there, you know, there was personally what I loved about what I do love now about Santa Barbara is, is the access to nature and, and, you know, a sense of calm and community, but it's still pretty close to, you know, a city or, you know, you know, lots of things and connections and people going on in a busy environment. 
um, and also somewhere that we can see, you know, kids and and a, a family and a future that feels like an environment you want to bring kids up in. Um, were really, really important. And obviously, as well, outside of the business and outside of the future in the present moment, being able to do all the things personally that are really important to us to live that life outside of the business, you know, to be investing in ourselves, in our health and in our fun and in, uh, you know, travel and, and all of those things that that's really important to us. And so we don't, we, we don't want to live a life that compromises all those things because we're choosing to invest so much in a, in a property that's, that's making that harder, you know? So it, for me, it was like, you know, drawing this kind of circle of this bit like the tree of life, having the, you know, the major elements of life that are important to us and making sure that all of those elements are being fed equally to create, um, you know, an even growth in all areas. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and one thing you didn't mention was relationships. You definitely wanted to have more of a network and to be surrounded by people. And I know for, you know, for all of us living through COVID, that's been really challenging over the last year, especially for extroverts, extroverts like yourself, Yeah, where you want to be out there, you want to be at events, you want to network, you also want to have friends to go on hikes with and all the, do the, all the outdoorsy stuff. Yeah. I mean, we moved to Santa Barbara in COVID and so we couldn't really make any friends because, you know, everything was locked down. And so, um, yeah, definitely being around people and, uh, being able to go to, you know, somewhere that's close to being able to go to events and, and network is obviously another thing that's very, very important to me. Yeah. Thank you for sharing all of that. And I just wanted to paint the picture for everyone, because I think it is really important for people to understand kind of how we made this decision. And like you said, we utilized without knowing it, utilized the wheel of life and got really clear around what was actually important to us and what was going to contribute to the holistic life that we wanted to live, not just think about this one thing, which was the house and potentially the state and the location. And I know for me, my big thing was wanting to be able to have enough space because we do both work from home. And so we need at least two office spaces because both of us are always on calls. Obviously, we need a bedroom. We want to have room to have a family and have extra space. We want to be able to have a yard, like all of those key pieces. And we knew that we weren't necessarily going to be able to get that, at least not right now living in Santa Barbara, if we wanted to live the full life and continue to invest and grow the business like we desire to. So what happened, long story short, although it's already been kind of a long story, <laughs> is in January, like I said, we were in Colorado for a little bit and I started to kind of question whether this was actually going to happen. And for a while, for a few weeks, I, I told myself, well, I'm just going to really focus on it. I'm going to you know, be in the abundant mindset and know that this is going to happen. I'm going to play all my meditation tapes. I'm going to do all my money mantras. I'm going to continue to connect with this realtor. I'm going to look at all the um, the houses on Zillow. And then there was one day where everything started to shift where I was driving. I specifically went on a drive to kind of clear my head and to listen to one of my favorite CS songs, Angel by the Wings, where that song in particular talks about how you can do anything. And she keeps repeating it over and over and over. And I was like, I can do it. We can make the house happen. It's one of our goals for 2021. It's going to happen. And I was just thinking about that and really getting into the emotion of how it would feel to actually have the house. And I remember I came back home and was 
in a really amazing, uh, positive headspace. And I started texting with one of my friends. I was scrolling through Instagram and I'd seen that she just moved to Austin, Texas. And I had no idea that they were going to be moving. I didn't know that this was even something that they had planned. So I messaged her and was just asking her how she was doing. She sent me pictures of the house and we were just going back and forth. And I remember telling her, I was like, you know, I don't want to make a decision that's just based on money. Yes, it's more of a challenge to live in Santa Barbara. But if that is our true desire, then I want to make it happen. And I believe it's possible. But the more and more she and I started to discuss Austin and all the things that she loved about it, I was like, you know what? Maybe I need to open my eyes or expand my mindset to this actually being a possibility. And I know you and I had heard from many people over the years all about Austin, right? Yeah. I you know one of my best friends um, has been trying to get me over to Austin for years. And uh, I, I was certainly very interested in it. We discussed it and, you know, maybe had some, I, you know, some thoughts about Texas um, that just didn't feel like it was where we wanted to be. Um, but there was enough there to, to be interesting. And I think that, you know, we just got to a point where we realized, and this is a great life lesson for, for all of us, that how can you, how can you possibly make a decision on anything if you have not experienced that thing, you know, from where you go to eat, to what car you want to buy, to who you, who you go, who, what new friends you go and hang around with. If you've never experienced something, you can't really judge whether it's right or not which I guess leads us to what you were going to say, which is that we got we got to go and check this place out because all of these people that we, we love and that we respect and have a lot of similarities with, they're all raving about this place. So there must be something there. We would be very naive to make a decision without seeing if we fell in love with it too. Totally. And, you know, I'm thinking about Marie Forleo's quote, clarity comes from engagement, not from thinking about it. And we had a lot of preconceived notions about Texas. I mean, for me, mostly it was, can I deal with the heat? (laughs) It's going to be really hot. Right. And, but yet we had coaches, we had friends telling us about Austin for years. And so that day in particular, I remember, I think you were watching TV or doing something else. And I went upstairs and I started looking on Zillow and I looked at the house prices. I looked at what you could get for the same amount of money here in Santa Barbara. And I actually saw a house that I really liked and I connected with the Zillow agents who then put me in touch with an actual agent in Austin. And within like 20 minutes, I was on the phone with her, picking her brain about Austin, about the housing market, about all the things. And she's somebody who's from Chicago. And so we had this shared commonality of being from the Midwest. And so she was telling me about her experience living in Austin. And she was just, you know, really upfront with how much she loved it. And, and, you know, but also all the things that she had to kind of adjust to when she first moved there. And then I came downstairs and I kind of presented this to you as I often do. And I was like, James, like, look at all of this. And I remember you were kind of like, is she being for real right now? Because we've been talking about Santa Barbara. We've been talking about California. Like this was such a big mission for us um, to make this happen. And now she's like presenting me with a completely different city. We just moved to California like a year and a half ago. What's going on? So what were your thoughts in those moment, that moment? Um, I was actually, I was actually really pleased. I think that I, um, I was less attached to, to, to having to be here 
Um, and I was really pleased that you, that you'd really thought about it because I think that quite often, you know, we can fall in love with an idea, even though really that idea is still not based in, um, an abundant mindset. And I think that you'd allowed yourself to, to, you know, not take for granted, um, anything and, and open your mind up to everything. And, and that excites me because I've always been like that. I've always been someone who, who is much is an adventurer and an explorer and likes to look at all the pieces. And so I was, I was, I was surprised, but then not surprised because this is Emily Williams. And, you know, once she gets her teeth into something and, and wants to explore, she goes full in and goes detailed. And so it's happened many, many times in our life. And, you know, I've become very good at surfing, surfing the Emily Williams wave. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great quote. Yeah. So we kept, we talked about it and, and we both kind of come to, came to the conclusion of, well, we need to go there. We need to experience it. Mm-hmm. And I know you were presenting at an event the following week. And so we decided that we were going to plan like a four day trip or a three day trip, um, the week after. And so we started to get our ducks in a row. We booked a plane ticket and then we spoke to this amazing real estate agent named Meg and we did some research. We got some properties lined up. We got a whole itinerary scheduled and we flew to Austin for the first time. And I remember when we got there, it was late at night. So we didn't get to see, you know, what was outside the window. And we woke up the next morning and had a full day ahead of all these viewings. And Meg was amazing and took us around different locations. We went to um, certain areas that were more neighborhoody. Then we went to another area that was like really high up on this hill that was really stunning, had amazing views. And my first impression with Austin was that it was much greener than I expected and that there were a lot more hills than I expected. What about you? Yeah, same, same. Very, very green. Um, I, you know, I, I'd by that point gone around in my head all the things that are important to me for a place to live because neither of us would make a decision based on property prices alone, for sure. Or Google Maps. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it was t- starting to tick boxes. You know, was there, were there a lot of outdoor activities? Was there water? Was there greenery? Was, you know, what was the general vibe and the, and the feeling of the place? Were there, was there good food? You know, could we could we live a healthy lifestyle there? Um, and it was it was ticking a lot of boxes, and also it wasn't. I mean, there were a couple of warm days, but it was also not crazy warm in nighttime. It was cool. It was actually felt similar weather to Santa Barbara in a lot of ways. I thought it was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But you and I did not go there thinking we were going to necessarily purchase a house. It was really right. supposed <laughs> to be just us getting to know the area, seeing which particular neighborhoods and areas we actually loved. And then we were going to come back to Santa Barbara and then move ahead. Right. But part of the story I forgot to mention is that we did actually get pre-approved for a mortgage before going on this trip, which was something that had never happened before. It was much more challenging to get that in Santa Barbara. So I remember Meg even telling me, well, make sure you bring some checks in case you want to put down a deposit. And I forgot the checks because I was like, number one, who writes checks? I don't even know if I have checks. And number two, we didn't think like, okay, we're going to be moving forward with anything. We really just thought it was... It was you know, just getting to know the area. A research trip, yeah. yeah. But then, you know, I think that when you look at how much work we put into research and getting clear about what we wanted, and this is a this is a life lesson. It's why we've shifted quickly in our business so many times. We get very clear about what's important to us. 
get very clear about what we do and we don't want. And so therefore it does make decisions easier logistically to come to, maybe not emotionally, but logistically it makes decisions easier. And so that leads us to where you're going to go, I guess, with the the last couple of days. Yeah. And so that first day was a little bit depressing. Well, the first and second day, actually, because for those of you who are familiar with, with Austin, the property market has completely boomed. There are some big companies that have moved there. And so there are a ton of people flocking to Austin. And so what we didn't realize was the extent of the waiting lists and the delays on building houses. We didn't realize that there was also a mark a markup on resales. And so if you were to if we were to put down an offer on um, a home that was already built, they recommended that we offer at least twenty percent extra and that we waive any sort of appraisal. Um, on the property, which meant we would be responsible for paying the additional amount um, that was owed if, if the appraiser thought that it wasn't worth its value. So there were all these things that were happening. And then when we looked at all the new builds, there were 500 person wait lists, 1000 person wait lists. There were properties that were telling us we weren't going to be able to build a house and get it until 2023. And so this was stuff that we weren't expecting. And looking back, I think it's really interesting because I started to feel disappointed. And I wouldn't feel disappointed had I not felt like, okay, so there could be something here. I could live here. And so that was really interesting to experience mm-hmm. that in the first two days. That's, not, that's a good emotion to to pay attention to. I know you used to talk about um, guilt or uh, envy you know, quite a lot, you know, and how we can listen to those emotions because they're telling us something about what we desire. And so that's, you've never, I've never heard you say that before. That's really interesting that you, that you, you, you realized that you feeling disappointed was the first sign of, okay, this is a place I could live. Exactly. And I felt like up until that point, it had been really easy. Like we found this amazing real estate agent. We got pre-approved for a mortgage. We booked this trip. We arrived. All that happened within two weeks. And then we finally like had a green light in terms of all of those pieces. And then someone was telling us, oh no, but I can't sell you a house. <laughs> and it was very weird because they all, all of these developers were basically frozen for a good month or two, unable to sell anything because there was such, there was also a backlog in terms of getting some of the materials because of COVID and all the things that have been happening over the last year. And so we were kind of thinking, okay, well, this is great, but even if we do want to live here, how is that actually going to happen? And that brings me to the third day, the third and final day. Well, before you move on, therein, therein is the test, right? Is that if we really want to move here, how are we going to make it happen? And I think this is the point in life when it comes to anything that you really desire, where a lot of people give up, right? Um, And so it's really important to listen to those emotions there and then and not wait till later on because I think disappointment is a a much harder emotion to deal with um, than, you know, when you know you had an opportunity to act uh, or, or or see a vision outside of what was deemed to be possible in the moment. And I guess that leads us to the very last day. Yeah. And I think, you know, what you just said is so important. And it also leads us to talking about the fact that if you desire something, you also can just trust that it's going to happen. And I think, you know, that's one of my huge lessons for life, for sure. And on actually on the second day, at the very end of our of our day with our real estate agent, 
we went to a neighborhood that did actually tell us like, Hey, we might have a lot becoming available in the next two weeks. And so that was like the first experience of like, this could actually happen and it could happen soon. And I personally wanted to go back and visit that location and we were planning to on day three, but we had this other area that we were supposed to go look at. And I remember feeling like, I don't think it's going to be worth our time. It's so far out there. I really don't think we should do it. Let's just cancel it. But I was like, no, in my mind, I was saying all this. I was like, no, we should just go see it. We, we've come this far. Let's explore all the areas. How were you feeling? Yeah, I was the same. I, I, was, I wasn't that excited about it. Um, and again, it brings us back to us, our conversation about the reason for even checking Austin out, having never been there. It's like, well, let's not make our decision about a place we've not actually been because we've only right. looked at a map and we've looked at, you know, distances from things, but people live there. And <laughs> there were some people there that we knew of that may be similar to us in a lot of ways. We thought, well, we got to check it out. But we both went there assuming that we'd just go there, not like it and come back. I think that's how I felt anyway. I thought, I'm oh, probably not going to like it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we're really lucky because our real estate agent actually lives in that area. And so she knew some up and coming neighborhoods that she thought we would like. And so we started driving around and eventually got to this development. I think it was the second one we looked at that day. And it was the first um, model home that we walked in where they told us, yeah, well, we could sell you something today. We could build something right away. And then we went to the second model home which is more our sort of aesthetic and had another conversation. And the woman who was, her name's Christy, the woman who was there um, as the sales associate, associate, she said that she had basically a, a spec home that she could show us that was being built. And did we want to go and, and walk through? So we did that and ultimately came to the decision that we wanted to purchase a lot in that neighborhood. And all of this like was spread out probably over what three three and a half four hours. Yeah, so I think what's I just want to touch in here before we made this decision because we were like, okay, beautiful house, beautiful location, great distance from stuff. They're going to get snapped up really quick. And so this is where I I turned on a part of myself that I don't ever choose to turn on, and I decided to turn on my pessimist head. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to look for problems. That's what I'm going to do right now because the decision was going to have to be made quickly. And at that point, it's like I'm going to utilize my head and my heart and not make this a pure emotional decision, but make it you know, a complete decision. And so I said, I'm going to be a pessimist. I'm going to look for problems. And I was looking for problems left, right, and center. And I can think in a lot of detail about this stuff. And I was asking questions and I was looking for issues and truth be told, I couldn't find any problems. Yet was the decision easy when we looked at each other, didn't we, across the table, Emily, and we were like kind of smiling with nervous laughter. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, well, I can't see any problems. Um, and yes, there were no guarantees, but when are there guarantees in life? Exactly. And then that's where we made the decision. Yeah. Yeah. I remember sitting in that little office and we asked um, for a minute to discuss it amongst ourselves. And I have no idea what we said, but both of us felt in alignment with the decision and felt like this is something, this is somewhere where we could be really happy. This ticked all the boxes in terms of size and the type of property and, um, you know, different 
different things about, about the location that we ended up liking. And so we just decided to move forward. And we had to, in that moment, also decide on things like um, design upgrades and exterior colors and all of those things that we had absolutely no idea we were going to be deciding on when we took that flight to Austin. And we, but ultimately, you know, felt really excited about it and felt like it was the right next step. And yes, have we had freakouts since then? Yes. <laughs> have we been like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we're going to move states again? Yes, we definitely have. But we feel like this is the right next step for us. And ultimately, it's going to be an incredible investment, investment in terms of financials, but also in terms of relationships, in terms of opportunities for our business, in terms of life happiness. It's that complete, like holistic wheel of life that you're talking about, James. Yeah, totally. And I think that when we, you know, when we're designing our lives and we're looking at, okay, what's the life that I want to live? You got to remember that even that vision is based on what you've already experienced and what you think in that moment is the life that you want, right? You can't really, you can't really guarantee that A, you're going to want that exact vision, or, or if that is the exact vision, if you haven't experienced every possible variation of visions, right? So I think what we did really well here was not to necessarily specify location for vision, because the truth is that you can experience feelings and experiences in different places. So you've got to really get clear about what are the things that make you happy in work, in play, in relationships, um, and where in the world can those experiences exist? And then it makes you realize that actually we have more choice than, than we realize we do. We've got a lot more choice, which doesn't make it easy. And a decision fatigue can sometimes be uh, an entrepreneur's um, reality. But if you're really following you know the opportunities that are presented to you and not making the wrong and not making them guaranteed but just getting curious about them and remaining curious and then just trusting that feeling you know we you know the fact that you emily felt disappointed initially when we saw a place we liked and it just wasn't going to be doable in the right time that was a feeling that you listened to and so we just listened to our feelings and then the intellect and the brain came in to make you know more important logistical decisions, but we, we've got very good at listening to, to what feels right rather than assuming we know what's right before. Yeah. Beautifully put. And I remember you and I stood on this, this lot that we ended up purchasing and we got our picture taken and the real estate agent and the saleswoman were like, Oh, can we share these on Instagram? And we're like, um, no, not yet. Like we haven't even, you know, sh we haven't shared this with anyone and we want to make sure that, you know, we share this in the right time, but it didn't feel real. It felt like it felt very surreal because we had no, we, we didn't think that we were going to be making that decision. And it happened so fast and so effortlessly when in a sense, because I'd been thinking about California and I personally had pre-decided that we were going to buy a house in California. But I think that what happened is we prepped ourselves for this moment in other ways. It just ended up being a different location. And so we were actually ready. And this was actually 
you know, five years of conversations come down to a moment. And I think sometimes when things do happen with ease, that's also a sign that you're headed in the right direction because you're not forcing it and you're not making it harder than it needs to be. It's like the door is just open for you and it feels aligned. Yeah, totally. And yeah, we, we've both been in alignment with it. And, you know, nothing else is disappearing. California is not disappearing. You know, we like to travel, you know, and the, be- the beauty of all these decisions uh, in life is that they don't define us. They don't like where we, we live this year or next year doesn't define us, that we are who we are, uh, wherever we are. And, you know, who knows what the future holds, but if we're always paying attention to those feelings and keeping ourselves in, in flow and keeping ourselves in a place of uh, drive and inspiration and, and, and setting ourselves up for success, then, you know, that's abundant thinking. That's, that's keeping us on track to living a life better than our dreams. That's keeping us on track to, to honoring the mission uh, of, of the company. And um, we feel great about it. Yeah, super grateful that our first home is something we're able to build and we have so much space and it's going to just be beautiful and exactly what we want to create. I know that that's not the reality for everyone. And so we're we're super grateful about that and excited about what's to come and excited to bring people along for the journey. And what would you say you're most looking forward to about Austin, James? Well, there are many things that are around that circle we talked about earlier. So the friends that I know are there. I mean, like I said, one of my best friends who, you know, we we had a conversation a a while back saying who knew that these two English lads would end up living in Texas, you know, 30 (laughs) minutes away from each other, which is wonderful. So the people is really exciting. You know, the nature out there is beautiful. Uh, The food is supposed to be fantastic. Um, you know, even weird things like the time zone, being a little bit earlier makes you feel like you're, you're, you're a little bit ahead yeah. of people on the West Coast, which is great. Um, new environment. And, and then the house. I mean, you know, we work from home. So creating an environment that allows us to be happy and healthy and fit um, and, you know, you know, being in control of an environment that allows for that is very, very important to me, especially, uh, you know, I, I, I want to make sure that I have, th- there's no excuse for me not to be able to eat healthy, to work out, to, to do all the things that allow me to be happy and healthy. So that's really exciting to me. And, um, you know, having the, you know, having, having your castle, having your place that, um, regardless of travel and other things that happen it's uh it's an exciting thing and for for our generation not as many people own homes and you know i'm the same i've never owned a home i've rented my entire life and i'm 41 now um and so it's uh it's 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 really exciting it's another chapter and it feels right how about you yeah, I want to point out something that you just said, you know, neither of us have have ever owned a home and so one of my words coming into 2021 was stability. So I had abundance uh, abundance of of wealth, um joy and then stability. And we started to realize when we had this conversation that owning home was the most important thing to us and location was secondary. And so I remember yeah. we kind of played this game together where you would ask me questions and you said, "Okay, well, 
if you could rent for another three years while you save for your two or $3 million home, does that feel more in alignment or does purchasing a home in a different location outside of California feel in alignment? And for me, it was an easy answer that purchasing a home and having stability and having like feeling grounded was definitely the most important. And so that's what I'm most excited about is to have that thing that is ours and to feel like we have another thing that's an investment and to be able to put, you know, our, our mark on it. And, you know, part of this podcast and part of our mission at I Heart My Life is to show people what's possible. And so in, you know, pure, I guess, pure alignment with that, I do want to share that this is, we're building this from scratch. It's going to have a media room. It's going to have a gym. It's going to have two offices. It's going to have extra bedrooms. It's going to have 19 foot ceilings. We're going to be able to put a pool in, you know, it's near, it's like uh, almost an acre of property. And so this is a really amazing thing that I'm super grateful for that we've waited a long time for. And I feel like it's for me an example that anything is possible and that life is full of surprises because I never in a million years would say, Hey, I'm going to be building a house in Austin, Texas, but we're super aligned with it and super excited about all of the people and all the things that are going to come, you know, for the company and the expansion and opportunities. So I just feel like for us right now, it feels like the perfect fit. I couldn't agree more. Awesome. So like I said, we're going to take everyone along for the journey. This is, uh, we're building a house as we mentioned. So who knows how long it will take. We've been told 10 months or so, but we'll see how that goes. Um, and we'll bring you along for the journey because it's been a really fun project so far. I love beautiful things. I love, um, you know, looking at furniture, looking at how we're going to design a space. And because I'm an introvert and I'm home a lot, it is really important to me. So we're going to be talking a bit about that whole process. Um, but yeah, thank you to everyone listening and, and for being excited for us. And if you have any questions about this process, we're more than happy to share, but we wanted to let you in on how we made this decision and how it's going, how it feels now. So hopefully if you have a big decision or something that you want to, um, a dream you want to move forward, this gave you a little bit of insight into how we actually uh, brought this vision to life. So thank you for being here, James. It's always a pleasure to have conversations with my wife and share our journey. Um, we love it. And it's so nice to share. It is really nice to share. It feels like, you know, other than people close to us, it's felt like something we've not talked about yet. And, uh, and it, is, it is a really important process to talk about because, you know, there's a lot of people considering big decisions right now. And sometimes you just need a bit of courage to go that extra mile to really do the research, to really step into it, whether it be moving or whether it be pivoting your business, like a lot of people have done over the last you know year or so. Um, it's, it's a big decision and requires some attention and, and listening to what you really want and what you really desire, um, whatever it may be. So hopefully it's, it's helped people think about ways to process and go all in. Awesome. All right. We'll talk to you soon. I hope you loved today's episode. If you want to follow along throughout this entire process, we actually created a brand new Instagram handle to document the whole thing. You can find it on at I Heart My Life Home and follow along throughout our journey in terms of building our house in Austin. Of course, I'll share some personal things on my other profile, which is I am Emily Williams. 
But if you want something dedicated to house design, all the interior stuff, all of the amazing chandeliers that I'm definitely going to be putting in as many rooms as possible, then you can go ahead and follow that other account. And I'll look forward to talking to you soon. We hope you love this episode. Thank you so much for being an avid listener of the I Heart My Life show. Take a second and leave a review. It would mean so much to us and we read all of them. And for further inspiration and life and business tips about creating a life that you love and achieving massive success, definitely follow us at I Heart My Life on Instagram and at I Heart My Life Now on Facebook. See you next time.